Rhodium Radio. No sad podcast. Rhodium Radio. No sad podcast. In the shitty city of Wilmington, we keep it rocking. So come on, shake, shake it for me, Kelly. Yeah. Dr. Dre is in full effect, and I gotta tell y'all a little something. Easy E is down with us. MC Ring, you know he's down with us. DJ Yella is down with us. Arabian Prince, you know he's down with us. Tony A. The Wizard is down with us. JJ Fag is down with us. Timmy T, you know he's down with us. DJ Pooh Boy is down with us. Toddy B and Spade, they're down with us My boy Ice Cube, you know he's down with us I like to mention, so pay attention to where I'm from Compton, but the tapes are from the rhodium My name is Dre, listen while I play And by the way, I'm also down with NWA Yo, Steve at the rhodium is down with us Slangin' funky tapes, it is a must We're number one Welcome everybody and welcome back to Rodian Radio episode 56. Man, these episodes are actually going by really, really quick. But before I introduce my special guest, let me go ahead and once again, before I sell out, offer up these to you guys the mixtapes. Once again, two I did, two Dre did. Little by little, I'm going to be releasing all of them, all of them by four. So you can buy all four of them for 30 bucks. Um, I'm coming to an end of... Uh, all the copies that I just recently got printed up. So if you want to get yours, go ahead and uh, um, hit me up. Go to documixery.com and you can order them there, four for 30. Somebody asked me, am I going to have the other ones that I sold out just recently? And I said, yes, I'm going to have those. I'll get those printed up. I'm also considering re-releasing just for a short amount of copies my very first album, but I'm going to add three new songs. Not necessarily new songs, but three songs that were not on the album for those that were inquiring about that were DMing me about that. Other than that, you can get the Rodeo Mixtape Documixery. Uh, once again, the Documixery is based on a Japanese vendor from the city of Whittier who played, uh, or who actually had a major contribution to West Coast hip hop just from his Swampy stand at the Rodeum. And you can watch that now at documixery.com for unlimited streaming, and you can get a 20% discount when you use the promo code TRMD20. TRMB20, hopefully that popped up on the screen. Other than that, the Chicano Rap Documixery, uh, no, I'm sorry, the Chicano Rap Documentary that we are fundraising. Um, today is a week and we're almost at 4,500, if I'm correct. So I want to thank everyone who donated and um, we still got a, a, a bit ways to go. So if you want to bless us and go to our GoFundMe, it, my link is in the bio of my Instagram and on my Facebook, and it should be on the description on this video. So, but you know what? We're going to talk about that uh, later on during our breaks. But once again, please allow me to introduce my very special guest, Spanky Loco. How you doing, brother? What's up, carnal? Uh, aquí nomás, bro. Aquí nomás. Right, hey, you know what? How was the drive over here, man? Shh. There was no traffic. No traffic, like a ghost town. <laughs> you gotta get close to the mic. Yes, <laughs> it was. It was smooth sailing. No shit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You, you know what? Um, I wanted to ask you something because I saw this a while back, and you know, I thought it was like pretty dope. I saw a video. If I'm correct, you were in Belize. You were on a boat, 
and you jumped in the water and there were sharks in there yeah. what was all that about shit man i actually went out there for a, um for a convention uh-huh so it was a tattoo convention a small event uh and 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 the homies that took me out there i met them out in uh in guadalajara at another convention mm-hmm. at another tattoo convention performed out there with the late yossi performed out there had a good time and i met these homies and they invited me out to you know guest spot at at uh at this uh convention in belize so it'd been my first time we were drinking and at first mind you i wasn't really up for not even like the even like the idea of putting my feet in in water with fish <laughs> you feel me like i don't know if i was up for that because the homie had already told me he goes hey we're gonna do this this that we're gonna swim we're gonna you know and in my house like cool but i'll probably up pass you know what i'm saying i'm gonna be chiefing we'll be sipping whatever and but i'll probably pass on that one but after a few drinks man after a few beers it's like you up for whatever, man. <laughs> so that's what happened, man. We we took a boat out to the ocean and um and yeah, it was like sharks there and shit. And and there was people out there, not people off of my boat, they were like, hell no. But there was other people in the water now, and I was like, fuck it, well, let's see, you know what to do. And I, and it was cool, man. I but pasta, huh? Yeah. But that's work. beer, you know what I'm saying? That's beer talking that's right beer. there. Yeah. You know what? Um I'm a big sports fan and I love boxing. Okay. Um I read that it's the pinche Mike Tyson is training again. I don't know if this is just an exhibition so people can see him once again or whatnot, or if it's if he's training for real, for reals. And then today I read that Evander Holyfield is back to 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 uh, training again now. Okay. Um, did you watch the Tyson Fury and Wilder fight? The last one. It was part two. I don't know if you're a huge boxing fan these days. I haven't kept up much. Okay. I haven't seen a good fight, man. Okay. I haven't seen a really good fight that has, you know, made me a fan again. You know what I'm saying? But shit, fill me in. Fill okay. Me in. Uh, the reason why I was saying is because I know Tyson Fury, if I hope I get the names right, beat Wilder. And um, I, I was wondering, because everybody was thinking that this guy, uh, Wilder, was like better than Mike Tyson. I think even a Mike Tyson coming out of retirement right now can actually beat this guy. But you know what? That's another story okay, for another okay, day. Okay, okay, you know, okay. But uh, I, then they maybe trying trying to make it interesting. You know? Exactly. You I know? still think Mike Tyson will knock his ass out. I'm a huge Tyson fan. Huge, huge Julio Cesar Chavez fan. See, then that's that's what I'm talking about. The era of them days where it was like you were glued to the TV, bro. Yes. Like uh, you know, you knew when the fights was coming on the next one, the other contenders and all that. It's just them days to me, I feel like uh, maybe because I've been so busy, it's not what it is, you know? Yeah. But I yeah. need to tap in and maybe come and hang out with you so we can see some good fights together. Shit, I'm not, I'm not, I don't Most know. Most definitely. <laughs> Most definitely. That's right. Any good movies lately? Good movies? Shit. Uh, a few good movies, man. Uh, my, But you know what? This is the thing with me and movies. Like, my girl loves movies. She loves scary movies, right? Okay. So at the house, definitely we got our movie time and all of that. But when I sit there and and I, and she's like, okay, let's sit down and watch a movie. I'll start grabbing my pencils and my <laughs> pens or a canvas or something. And I'm sitting there and I'm getting it. You feel okay. me? So, I mean, I've seen quite some good ones these days, right. but... Yeah, really, I'm really more focused on, on the art thing. Of course. Yeah, of course. for it's sure. In, it's in you. I mean, because there's times that I could be watching a movie 
and beats start going through my damn head and yeah. I, I could play name that tune like this morning i was like como se llama esa pinche canción it's playing over and over because you're thinking about sampling chopping shit up so exactly. i feel you on that one si, si. Uh, um last night like i like watching a lot of movies and maybe i'm just stuck in the 80s you know because i'm a little bit older that's right but i was watching like back to the future one man you know classic yes and uh i forgot what other one me and my brother were watching and i just told him man i fucking miss the 80s like i truly yeah. miss the i love rocky For movies sure. you know what yeah I'm my girls are old so the only only thing she'll play is like old movies friday the 13th uh, freddy i look in there i'm like what's going on here you know She'll be watching all the old school movies and shit. I'm like, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes and shit. I'm like, wow, <laughs> you really taking me back with these, you know? Right, so, right. Yeah, she the old, so she love the movies. Man. That'll work. See, see. Now, let me ask you this. Where originally did you grow up at? I grew up in uh, I grew up in the West Side. I grew up in West LA. Okay. My my parents, they're from Guadalajara. They 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 migrated to, to California in the early 60s. My dad actually lived in the venice area there was a lot of paisanos from his pueblo that lived in the area um i know yeah cousins and some other family that was there and people from the town and stuff so venice was really the area where you know their early days is where they migrated to and had work in culver city and hung out you know in, in venice you know in venice at the beach and would tell me stuff about local restaurants and bars that they were frequent and this and that and that and that so uh the west side and then uh as i started going to school we uh migrated east a little bit and then um we're still kind of in the west side but more towards like the venice cadillac area venice okay. cataragus area if you're familiar robertson mm -hmm. the uh helms bakery area yeah. around there and that's that's uh um that those are my teenage years you know okay those what, were what high school did you attend hamilton 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 for a little bit but really the continuation is where you right. know i got a little bit of my bad habits and shit you <laughs> know what i'm saying okay yeah. you know what so now, hammy, now yeah. at home being raised in a mexican home what type of music would you say as a kid you were raised what, what did you hear around home as a kid growing up in our house and and at work because my my mom would take us to work and shit and at work they it was a so she was a sewing contractor so there was always music so the music was always like was like uh you know pop spanish music pimpinela and uh you know um el puma and that type of shit you feel me right. stuff that was popping in the 80s you know so uh at that era growing up around that time i remember specifically it was a lot of you know a lot of popular spanish music and then of course some regional you know corridos and things that we were here around the house my mom was uh -huh. more uh you know she she was she was uh she was you know more you know about school and trying to be educated and trying to be on some other level so she wouldn't tap in her roots okay. as tough as like my pops would he was the one that would throw on the corridos and do all that although my jefa was in the folkloric dancing and sold everything from scratch and knew about the culture and knew a lot of things she was not as involved musically let's say as my dad with some stuff you know okay yeah uh, so a little mix you know brothers sisters little little brother little okay. sister okay. two little at the time they was tiny so 
you know. Sí. They just see me in and out. I didn't ni los pelaba, homie. <laughs> no, they, they didn't see me in and out. You know, hey, you know, trying to get away. I was gone, so. Right. Yeah. Okay. The okay. big bro, yeah. Growing up, you play any sports? A little t-ball, a little t-ball, a little skating. Not, my, my pops wasn't really uh, uh, sports oriented, so, we, you know, it wasn't really too much sports activity with the tv i'd like i wouldn't relate to football games or you know but he did do his part and try to take me to some of the games and did a little t-ball and a few things but not really sports not really wasn't wasn't really my thing okay not at all. okay i played a little bit of football but as tall as i was uh i was sorry <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to learn but I, I don't think we had good coaches they were too yeah. busy coaching their kids that were on the team yes you know I so know. Know. Allá, tato, yeah you know? for sure so but i really wanted to i really wanted to be good at football um that's right now uh since you were involved in music for a long time because you have several albums out before we get into that growing up did you play any instruments at all uh nah i didn't play nothing i tried to play like a guitar that that i didn't do nothing with it like i didn't take i took piano classes my mom put me in piano classes for like a couple, like a couple weeks, maybe. I don't know if I just like didn't want to go or I don't remember what it, but mm -hmm. I tried that a little bit, but not really. What I did like doing was recording myself on through cassette player and shit like that. You know, I get right. my tape deck and I'd record myself talking or talking to my friends or interviewing them or doing funny shit or skits or talking my shit, you know, okay. that stuff I would do. You know, or dress up or do, you know, I don't know, just do okay. improvising shit, you know? Yeah. You know, th throughout this interview, I'm going to ask you a lot of goofy questions because that's part of my personality. Yeah. Uh, I would, uh, growing up, did you have, like, any superheroes? And let me t explain to you what I mean by that. Growing up, my dad taught me a lot about wrestling. Nos llevaba las luchas over there in TJ and shit like okay, that. Okay, okay. So my heroes growing up was like Mil Mascaras, El Santo, Solitario, Blue Demon, Huracan Ramirez, TNT. All of those words were like my superheroes. Yeah, yeah. Growing up, did you have as a kid anything like that? The same, kind of the same. I, I fucked with the $6 million man. I okay. remember clearly I had him as a figure. You feel me? So that was my dude. Because then if I were to jump like off the couch, I'd make the noise. Right. You know, the slow motion. I was like, do, 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 do. So, yeah, I had my I had my heroes and shit. For okay. Sure. Yeah, I had, I had a few. What, what is your most memorable, if you have one, Christmas gift you've ever received? The most memorable Christmas gift I ever got was a, um, it was a skateboard. Really? It was a skateboard that I got from my, from my, from my mom. She, she got me a, uh, a Hasoi skateboard and that was like I don't know that just was like <laughs> I'm pro I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I got other cool shit but for some for some reason that really stands out the 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 pink Hasoi skateboard it was like a hot pink badass skateboard with badass graphics and at the time I'd go like to Rip City in Santa Monica or you know hang out at Hammy you know and fuck around on the skateboards and shit and I tempted to like skate a little bit and shit, but not like, not like, I, I wasn't doing it like how to, you know, shred and like, I wasn't doing it that bad. <laughs> I wasn't breaking no bones. If you ain't breaking no bones, you ain't really doing it. You right, feel me? right. And I wasn't really breaking no bones. I was just having a little 
good time and I knew if, you know, I had my Thrasher and magazines and I'd go to Rip City and I just, it was just, you know, at the time, even though it wasn't as popular as it, you know, as international as it is now for the West side, mm -hmm. for our demographic, for our area, Vans was popping, Rip City was popping, you know what I'm saying? Uh, skateboarding was popping, jumping in the pools, empty pools was popping. Like, yeah. That was just the thing, you feel me? So I feel like that, that was something memorable for me the that's hustle dope. yeah that's dope for sure um when you first started hearing hip-hop what were some of the first or early songs that you started hearing that caught your ear like for an example for me i was in sixth grade and i heard rapper's delight you know what, yeah. what was it for you for me it was uh yeah a few sounds man it was like at the house my hef i wasn't too crazy about us like talking english at the house she always wanted to keep it spanish yes so she wanted to keep, she wanted us to keep this the the english at school or outside which i thought was and now i think about it i think it it, it was dope because it it just helped me you know work polish my spanish and try my best to say things the right way you feel me but she wasn't into like rap or hip it was just too urban yeah at the time it was too scary for her you feel me so he wasn't really but me i mean i would tune in i told you i would play my tape players and all that so i would tune in to am radio people ask what 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 station would you you know do you listen to and i'd be like shit k-day i would listen to k-day on am and they'd be like, well, FM's better. You feel me? And I'd be like, <laughs> fuck no. AM's better, homie. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. You feel me? Right. Even though the frequency was better, what they was playing on on, on K-Day was groundbreaking, bro. It was, you know, hip-hop. West Coast hip-hop. Some East Coast hip-hop was on there. Like, it was a beautiful thing. And I it feel was. like that was very uh, inspiring, you feel me? To, yeah. to, to think back and think, wow. There's people that could talk about or bring, you know, maybe talk about that part of the culture, but to remember and be, you know, an actual fan or an actual, you know, someone that heard that and actually got to, you know, witness that and grow up with that sound and those sounds is dope. To me, it's dope. It, okay. it, it molded Spanky Loco for sure, for sure. Most definitely. Yeah. Any any groups that you would say inspired you as a young man to pursue rapping? Whether let's just say, whether it be Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, whether it was Run DMC, whether it was Wu Tang, whether it was, you know, EPMD, or do you yeah. think it was a mixture of of a bunch of groups? I think a little bit of everything. You mentioned a good handful right there. Okay. EPMD is going to be on the top of my list. EPMD, Run DMC. I mean, when I was in, uh, I remember going to, 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 to elementary and I, and I tricked my head on. I told, I came home and I told her, I go, I go, uh, mom, uh, uh, Veronica is, we having a party at school and Veronica's bringing the cupcakes, right? She bringing the cupcakes and, 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 uh, and James, he's gonna bring the the uh, the plates and the forks. And and Patrick, he's gonna bring the uh, he's gonna bring the napkins and shit and uh, the cups, whatever. So we all had to bring something, and I'm in charge of the records. I told her, and I don't have the records. Can you take me to go buy a record? So I tricked her. You know what I'm saying? I told her that I had to go and buy the record. She was like, "They making your ass go buy a record for school?" You know? And yeah. I was like, "Yeah." 
I, it's my responsibility. I'm the I'm I'm playing the music at the uh, Christmas thing, whatever the fuck it was. I don't yeah, know what it was. This was elementary, mind you. So my headfire man, she took me to Woolworths. Wow, Woolworths. Damn, what the last time I motherfucking heard that? Woolworths. I mean, come on, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And next to the Woolworths was a small shoe spot. They saw Pumas, they saw shell toes, they saw the fat laces and shit. Of course, I, I didn't go buy this shit then because then I'd be fucking my whole game up with the shoes and then the record and I'd be doing too much. Right, right, right. So the record was good enough, you know, but that was the spot in the west side. La Cienega, Cadillac, that area. That's where we were at. That's, I mean, you know, it was really urban at the time. You know, I went to Shenandoah High School and it was Negros, it was Raza and that's it. You feel me? It wasn't nothing else, you know? Right. And mostly, ne you know, Negros. So it was like... There was a mix of, you know, the, 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 it was culturally mixed up. So you got to see everything and you got to learn different things and pick up on different stuff. So, okay. Do you remember what records uh, you got that day? I remember I got, um, I think she got me the, the, the Wild Style album. I oh, think. okay. It was the Wild Style album. It was the white one with the, with the uh, graffiti and shit on it, I think. Okay. The wild style. Uh, um, during that time, did you did you uh, did you ever pop or break? Yeah, I tried a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I tried a little bit. Hell yeah, I cuff up my pants and shit. Cuff up my pants and put my put my fisherman hat on and shit and tie my bandanas and shit and my oh, yeah. my sweat um my sweat uh things on sweatbands or yeah, wrist sweat bands, bands yeah yeah you had to have the sweat band, the yeah you know what I'm saying styling you feel me. That's dope, man. Yeah. That's dope. And so, around what age would you say you started writing uh, as far as for rap music is concerned? For rap music, probably like early 2000, like right before I actually started doing the music. It was all like a fluke, really. Really? Yeah, it was like I, I, I met someone. I had gone to prison, and when I came out of prison, I had met, I don't want to bring up his name, but I had right. met this dude and and he did music so that was inspiring for me i said well shit let's push you to do this you know i would love to hear some more music from you dude so when 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 i prolonged and all that and i had this little bread to, to to fuck fuck around with and stuff uh um it was like it was like okay i'll go to the studio and shit but nobody else was there so it was like we are going what the fuck you know i go fuck we already here. Well, fuck it. This Vato don't want to come. Uh, let me, let's figure it out. You know, fuck it. And I was like working a nine to five. I was gardening, helping my pops and shit at the time. Man, the fucking on my hand. I busted my, I busted a finger, fucked on my hand, cut my hand. So really it slowed me down. And then, and then at that time it's like, I just start writing and writing and writing and writing. Okay. When I was slowed down a little bit. And it kind of, all those situations at once kind of like, I don't know. And so when I went at one of those sessions and I had my music, I just, you know, started doing my thing and one thing led to another. I got motivated. The engineer was all, you know, fucking, blown, you know, hyping me up and shit. Like, because then I would have been like, I don't know, you know. Right. Yeah, the guy, he motivated me, so... You know, and, and that's, that's what I was going to ask you. When you recorded your verse, uh, did you already know how to write bars? Or, or, uh, or I think they were coaching me and shit. Okay. So they were kind of coaching me. 
But I was relentless. Like I wanted to keep doing it. So I wrote one, then I write another one, then I write. But then, but even before then, like even early days, I like I'd always fuck around, like sip with the homies, kick a freestyle, that type of shit. Just fucking around. Fucking around. And then you decided to pretty much. And then, somewhat and then at that point, when when I had met this character, it was like, well, fuck it, let's yeah, let's go to an actual studio. Let's go see, you know. Mm-hmm. And then having that time on hand, oh fuck, man, and nothing is happening, I'll just do it. So I gave it my best shot and it just... Okay. Yeah, I it, couldn't stop. And those those beats that you were rapping over, whose beats were they? Who was I doing? Uh, was that a producer you guys already knew that you guys had already paid or, or uh, how did that work At the time out? when I started fucking around, yeah, I think... I think like I go to the sessions and I'd be like I want to record and then he's like well what 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 beats you got or what <laughs> what you what do you what are you talking about so then they, I go well shit I ain't got shit but I want to record what's up like so they okay I got a beat and then they okay. go from there until I start picking up knowledge you know and right. learning and you know learning about okay. you know the process right and, right you know how you do things you feel me okay and when you started recording. Um, on that day, do you still remember that first time you walked into the vocal booth and started spitting? Yeah, we went to, um, there was this youngster that that took me to, uh, we went to Arizona. He goes, hey, you want to go to Arizona? My boy has a studio out there. And I go, a, a real studio? You know, because I had gone to like garages and shit like that and a couple of those. I go, real He's like, yeah, man, this dude's house is a whole studio. He, uh, I don't know if his dad was did some. I think he mentioned his dad, his did some was influential or part of the, the city or did i don't know something so he had this whole house a big victorian house and literally the whole thing was a studio it had an acoustic studio uh it had a few rooms he had uh he had he had shit everywhere okay so when we got there i was like ready they got there they you know kicked their shit off they was chilling i was like nah we came to do some things like what's up you know right right and especially, I feel like because I hadn't fucked with it prior to that, like I tell you, I was working a little bit, fucking around, fucking around with the homies, tattooing for sure. I tattoo a lot. I tattoo everybody at my little duplex, you know, on the side and everything. So I was into the arts at the time. And then, and then like I said, out of nowhere, when the opportunity came, I tried, I, you know, I jumped on it and, and, and I felt like it was the perfect setting. It totally like inspired me. Totally. I had never been into a spot like that. So, and then the guy was egging me on. He's like, "Oh shit, man! You sound like fucking Scarface, man!" And wow, it's <laughs> fucking awesome. You know, like he fucking he pumped me up. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I was like, "Hell yeah! Like, let's go. We doing another one. Yeah, another one." And you know so your work ethic was just let's keep moving. Yeah, let's keep moving. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. Uh, when you try something really good, you binge eat it. You yeah. like eat it all the time. I don't know, I do that. <laughs> or here's some shit, and I hear it, and hear it. You know that'll work. You know what? And yeah. my work ethic has always been like that because I'm not a rapper. I'm a producer, but I always wanted to stay busy. Let's let's track, let's record. I do the beat. Yeah, lay down the vocals, and you see guys always like. Hold yeah, on, and I'm like, I'm not like that. I want to keep, let's yeah, keep pushing. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, so I understand that drive that you had, but I, I didn't. What I didn't know is that you were already tattooing. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. All right. Now we got a, a few minutes uh, before we go to break, but I wanted to touch on that. What inspired you to start tattooing? Was it just fucking around? You had a machine, or well, you know, that's in the DNA. You know, 
when you grow up like with homies, when you grow up in a certain area, riding on yourself, riding yeah. on your friends, tagging the walls, all that shit's yeah. common. You know, it's commonplace for that type of, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, uh, behavior. That environment is that type of, you know, brings out that type of behavior. So I have friends that, I, you know, wanted a tattoo. I mean, I was ditching school to go meet the the tattoo guy you know at the time that shit was taboo as fuck you know like yeah. only cons and homies like uh like that their families didn't give a fuck about them and shit like that like only they was getting blasted you know there's fools that were coming to school out, but you could you knew like damn the poor vato don't have a headphone huh? you know what i'm saying right. dad got killed lives with his brother and they're they live with their uncle and the uncle's banging and they all, like you feel me like yeah. it's you know and at that time, like I said, it was like taboo, you feel me? Yeah. It was something that you want to do uh, even though you wasn't supposed to be doing it. Right. You know? Okay. You know, I think I was like in seventh grade um, and I have no tattoos to this day. I have no tattoos. All my homies all had them starting from like junior high school on up. Yeah, yeah. And this, there was a guy in back of the classroom. He, I used to pretty much sit in front of him so the teacher couldn't see but he was giving, you know, the three dots, yeah. you know, to all the homies. He yeah. just had a needle and a fucking little jar of Indian ink. Exactly. You know, and like, bam, 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 bam. Quick. Hitting them. Exactly. Since back then, man, I was like, he goes, hey, you want one? And I was like, nah, I'm cool, You're man. Like, Next yeah. time. Come on, fool. You better get one. Yeah, I'll get yeah, one. Don't worry yeah. about it. But never got one. He was but never in line, dude. You, you know what it was with me? Even though I loved art, I loved drawing, and I believe that art runs in my family, I just ne could never see it on my body interesting yeah i just could never now i will say this when you said about liquor you said you said yeah you know beer will make you do crazy things See? you know okay only when i was drunk this is god's honest truth i wanted to get my neighborhood on my stomach and um i was a youngster but i never did it because i knew that my mother wouldn't like that i knew that was coming yes i knew that was coming see respect yeah big respect yeah so yeah it'd be like that it's a lot of stories like that man yeah so a lot of stories like I, that i never man, did my head felt killed yeah it's that's what it is and you don't you know that's it you know yeah, dope, dope. yeah. listen beautiful we're gonna thing. go i'm sorry go ahead no it's a beautiful thing thank you man thank you yes, sir. uh we're gonna go ahead and take a 10 minute break we're gonna come right back and we're gonna pick it up with your uh release of your first album okay give me cool. some time to roll up some of this good real quick you know hell yeah do my thing medicaid yes sir yes all right while he goes medicaid i need you guys to go get a modelo I need you guys to go take a dump, whatever you guys got to do. But when you're doing it, make sure you call somebody, text somebody, slap the shit out of somebody, and let them know the spanky locals in the motherfucking building, and we'll be back in 10 minutes. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 56 on Tony A's Backseat Memories radio station. You know what? That's my next show. I keep fucking slipping. Once again, these four mixtapes right here, 30 bucks, I'll ship them. Actually, I'm shipping everything out tomorrow. So those who have not got the orders, those who place their first orders first, already got their CDs. They've been tagging me on Facebook, Instagram, etc. And everybody uh, that just recently ordered them will get, well, they'll be shipped out tomorrow. So uh, I want to start off this conversation with a hot topic that actually happened today. Um, somebody sent me a video uh, from a certain West Coast rapper named DJ Quick uh, on Instagram, okay? And um, 
And it said pretty much saying Latinos need to stop saying the N-word. Okay. So, you know, me being nosy, I ran through the comments and I came across Banky Local comment. And uh, you let him have it. That fool's always talking shit. Thank you, love. Damn, that fool get on my nerves. So now, can you elaborate a little bit more on what, uh, how would you motivate you to leave that comment? I don't know. It's like, uh, I don't know. I'm just, it's just like, it's not that serious. You feel me? It's not that serious. People okay. talk a certain way in their, in their area, and you should expect that. I mean, you travel the world. Mm -hmm. You know, you're a cultured man. You know what I'm saying? You know that. People talk different ways in different places. And if they embrace the urban culture and say that, I don't feel like they're saying it to disrespect. Uh -huh. And maybe there's people that don't agree and say, nah, either we don't talk like that. That's your opinion. You feel me? Right. I never had a man come up to me and say, hey, uh, check it out. Check it out, homie. I don't like the way your voice sounds and the way you're talking. And you're fucking lingo, homie. I never had that happen, never. Right. But on the internet, everyone wants to tell you how to talk. Right. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Holmes, why are you talking like that? It's like, damn, nigga, don't worry about me. You feel me? Like, why are you worried about me like that? You feel me? Like, it's not that serious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Past all the slang, past all that, we still could smoke a blunt. And I'm going to still make you laugh and I'm going to still make you smile because that's God's plan. That's what I'm here to do. You feel me? And you're going to have a good time. Don't worry about none of that dumb shit. You feel me? That's like, I'm be like, fuck, homie, why, why you got that tapado haircut? You look like a fucking lame. I sound like a lame. You look like a lame. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, homie, like, come on. Yeah. To each their own is yeah. what I'm saying. Okay. So, so at the end of the day, like... If you know what 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 we about, if you know the give down of certain people, don't don't knock it. You feel me? Don't knock your people that support you, cause that's your people. Quick, the rasa, that's your people, homie. I've been a, I've been a fucking uh uh uh, uh I've been to Hollywood to the to the to the fucking clubs, homes. I've been to the to on sunset to see my boy live you feel me before they shut down the the spot on sunset i've been i've been to see my boy live at the house of blues you feel me and i mean every time that i've been there to see these beautiful shows it's nothing but rasa there right or wrong right absolutely right you know it's a majority rasa there yeah so i don't know i feel like it's Petty instead bring up why motherfuckers are getting beat up, why the corn ladies getting beat up, why the mask guys getting beat up, why a bunch of indigenous uh uh you know uh immigrants get treated like that. Why? Because they always get treated like that. Cause how about we put our foot down and that's someone's tia and that's someone's mother. You know what I mean? Absolutely. After grinding and go and doing her thing, she come home and try to do her best with her kids, try to do her, you know? And of course, every case is different. You know what I'm saying? Not everyone's an angel. Not everyone's a sinner. But at the end of the day, fuck. 
let a motherfucker live and do his thing. You feel me? Yeah. So that was like in my fucked up head, in my the way my fucked up mind works. When I see shit like that, I'm just like, you know, it's my I don't know. It's my the way you know the wires are crossed. You know. Right. And I seen that, and I was just like, come on, dog. Like, come on. There's you, we could worry about other shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Okay. My opinion. That's okay. All. Well, you know what? Yeah, I, I, I saw a bunch of other comments. Other people were actually uh, blasting him. You know, and uh, there was there was one comment that stood out to me, and this was uh, a black man that wrote this, and this is what he said. And I agreed with them. He said, "Let's something along these lines." People can go read it because that video's still up. He said, "Let's not worry about them. Let's us stop saying it." He said, "And let's lead by you know. example." There you go. You know, there you go. It's cool. It's yeah. on every it's on songs. Yeah. It's okay. Everyone says it. I don't know, you know, like that's attitude. You shouldn't like don't get so hung up on it. If you don't like it, then make a change. Be an advocate. Change that shit. Where we're from, from the West Side, ask anyone. That's how we fucking talk. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've seen señoras that look like señoras in their sixties. Señoras blasted. What's up, my nigga? You feel me? Yeah, yeah. Westsiders, you feel me? Yeah. What What you gonna tell her? Or what you gonna say to a, a homie from the demographic that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, yeah. homies, I don't like the way you talk. Hey, well, too bad. Yeah. To each their own. It's plain and simple. You know what I'm saying? I'm not defending, uh, you know, uh, uh, behavior. Right. Of course, if things are offensive to people, we do need to make a change. We, we should try to do what makes people as a whole feel more comfortable these days i feel mm -hmm. like you know that's yeah. just the responsible artist in me you know what i'm saying right. like you know the spiritual gangster you feel me okay you know, maturity you feel me yeah, and, yeah. And, I, and i agree with that or uh, what you said that if it makes people feel uncomfortable then maybe there should be a change you know yeah. um, i mean i don't talk like that but you know what let me say this I shared this story earlier with uh, a friend and I said I was at a concert where this one individual, this black artist said that it was okay. He was giving us Latinos a pass that we can say it. Okay. I was there. I heard it. And now he posts that up. You shouldn't be saying it. My whole thing is don't contradict yourself, man. You know, because you're telling your fans it's cool, you know. I'm one of those people, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't use it and I don't like Rasa talking like that, but I cannot make somebody change. You know what I'm saying? I could just See. voice my opinion. So, and we'll See. go from there. So, but other than that, now, 2005, I believe you dropped your first album, and it was in the lifestyle. See, you know more than me. Se me borra el USB, la neta, carnal. Enlighten me, a ver. Okay. Yeah. Yes, Banky Loco presents 310 West Gang in sí. the Lifestyle. Okay. Qué now, that was your first album. Yeah. Uh, if you can remember, you remember having any features? I'm trying to act like I don't know. Se estoy preguntando. So I want I'm you to I'm surprised be... that you trying to act like you acting <laughs> like you don't know. Like, you I, don't I know, have to. You don't know, pero, come on. Uh, but if you do know, then, you know, I tip my hat because you know that's what we should be doing. Well, see, knowing about yeah each other's hustle and you know stuff like this that pushes us, especially during these times mm -hmm. where independent business 
owners because that's who we are. Right. Need that little push. So it's a blessing. And thank you. Thank you for. Well, well I'm going to tell you part how I knew a lot about you. Number one, because back then, 2005, I think that's when MySpace was cracking. Okay. And then there were Chicano magazines out. And one of them was Chicano Rap Magazine. And I saw one time, I guess, you had an ad on there on your second album, which was Local Life. And I remember mm -hmm. seeing that. And that one was actually, that actually came out in the same year. And then you also came out with Street Codes. Come on, invest in yourself. Yes. Ads work. It adds you work. see, the legends are looking at this shit, man. Believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. Come on. And I was looking and I was Blessings. like, wow, three albums in one year. Uh, um, what was it that inspired three albums? Did you just feel you just need to hustle? You just need to keep it pushing? What, what it was, was it? Like, it was like, it was like at the time because I had so much material because it had been built up from a little bit prior to all of that. I had material just because, like, I I was I I, I was inspired. I was uh, so hella motivated at the time, so I couldn't like you can't tell me I was not gonna do that. You feel me? Like okay. I'll go to places and be like, no, 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 cool. Hmm. We got plenty of music, right? And then I'll come back again, and 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 then I'll be like, well, shit, I got to know. Like uh, we just told you, we good, you know? <laughs> and I'll come back with three come back with four and they you know when the distributor fuck with me you know when a major distributor fuck with me, then things kind of changed okay you feel me and then it was like well shit uh give me you know three four hundred now you know okay give me the ones that i didn't take before give me you know fuck shit let's get it you know okay okay now when the first album dropped in the lifestyle uh how well did that do for you what was the response because this is your first album you know what, what was the response that you got back was some positive or some negative was that all good man when like when i when i first printed the actual cd and i took it because that's what you did at the time of course you pressed up the music yourself and uh you know unless you enticed by someone that d did that shit you know and i felt like i was a little too savvy for that shit you feel me like right. I, I i was you know uh uh i was like inspired by other artists that did it you feel okay. me that took control of their situation you know so you know it, it moved me to kind of put that together and you learn on the way you feel me okay okay you now, learn when you started performing were you performing immediately after the album dropped or a little bit before man performances was tough for me <laughs> that shit was fucked up like i was not like i didn't feel like i was no rapper g like i still feel like fuck like that's you know that's an artistry my boy like yeah that shit you gotta like you gotta put your all into that you feel me you gotta put your heart and soul into that shit and there's a gang of artists that I tell my head to. That's what, that's, you know? And at the time, it was tough for me to get on stage and do that shit. That shit was wild for me. I remember when I first started off, I remember going on and I was like, fuck, sweating bullets, bro. And they canceled the show. Someone got beat up. And I was like, whew. I almost went up there. Thank God. <laughs> like, they canceled that shit. You feel me? Like, fuck. You really? know what I mean? Yeah, that shit was tough. Okay. But, you know, it goes back to the thing. You know, alcohol makes you do 
crazy things, you know? Like, okay. A few little drinks, you on stage, you handling your business, and especially when you do it enough times, you know, it's like everything, you know? Did um, the first time, if you can recall, when they handed you the mic and said, all right, homie, you're up next, do you still remember any of your early performances? Yeah, I do. Do you remember do. where you were at? I do. I do. One of the first ones was in Washington. Okay. I went out and took a road trip with the crew and smashed and did an event and shit. That shit was like, uh, like I said, we 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 got to the spot. We was on stage, and then and then like, and then like the artist, the main act pulls out. So like everyone started following the main act. So we was on stage like by ourselves. Kind of, you know? <laughs> so it's like, we had our experiences, you know what I mean? I had my experiences, you know? Okay. Going to New York too, you know? Right, like immediately after that. Because I'm telling you, we just, I just, I was relentless with it. I was popping up here, popping up there. I don't know if you remember the Latin Rap Conference mm -hmm. in New York. And only like a selected amount of people that I think they only had like in. one, they had one, one or two. They I had think? a couple of them. Okay. And then they went to, uh, they had one in New York. So we were like, damn, we want to be part of the conference. You know I, what I'm I saying? remember that. I, I didn't make it out there during that time. I've been out there, but I didn't make it out to that one. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That was my first time out there. So, so I do enjoy that, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. Memories, yeah. man. Music, you know, like, it, it like tied me in with a lot of good motherfuckers. Like, music, you know? Yeah. God first, but he used that tool. You feel me? Yeah. You know? That's dope, man. Hell yeah. That's Lessons. Dope. And, and so now... Out of let's just say those three albums in two thousand five in the lifestyle, uh, local life and street codes, which one would you say out of those three was your favorite? If you had to choose, shit, probably uh, a lot of the solo songs was stuff. I put a lot of attention to other people. You feel me? I put myself out there a lot, so I feel like. The solo songs, songs that I did that were solo songs, I treasure those, you feel me? Because okay. that took a lot out of me. Because I gave myself away, you feel me? Okay. Here, take this, take that, take that. You know what I'm saying? That people that would just take, 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 take. You feel me? Yeah. So when I get to seeing these albums and I see songs where it's myself and it's a song that's completed by myself or something that I put together, I put a lot of the songs that got, you know, features on it and even wrote a lot of those features. You feel me? It was the work that they behind it. I needed to have these songs done. If a guy couldn't do it, then I sit in there and I rap a ear, do you like this, like that, and that's just the way it was. You feel me? Yeah. Okay. But uh, like I said, I treasure a lot of the a lot of the early solo records and stuff that the records were um solo in them in them projects. Okay. You know? Now, now, if you don't mind me asking, as far as the sales is concerned. Were you really pushing it? Were you really slanging these damn CDs? I mean, were people really buying them up? I mean, you know what? You mentioned like the MySpace stuff and, and my fondest memories of MySpace was making money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like for some reason, that was the pipeline to make money. Mm -hmm. Like I got tons of CD sales through there, features, events, concerts. You feel me? I got to travel the world through a lot of the social media, you know, avenues the early avenues the early pipelines you feel me right. so that's one of my fondest memories that 
the the economy was booming for that shit. It was. You yeah. feel me? Like for some reason, and like I could hop in a car like and and put a gang of CDs in there, but then I run into the rapper homie right, and then he'd have stores that he would hit, and of course out of respect, I wanted to tell, hey, well where were you at? Or would you? Not instead, it'd be like, shit, I got a new drop, homie. What you got? I got a new drop. Well, shit, give me a hundred of them, and I'll give you a hundred of these. So now, now not only does he have his catalog, but he got my catalog. He got the other homies' catalog. So maybe at some of these spots that I'm not aware of, he's tapping into, and they're like, "Damn, homie, give me five of each one." So now he's not coming with two, three CDs. He got two dozen, three dozen. Right. So that's how we was winning. Like we we would support each other. Okay. You feel me? And maybe there was some kind of uh, there would be some you know you know some 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 rivalry and shit but i feel like it was all in good competition I and mean, if shit got gangster then shit got gangster and you heard about it you feel me right if fools you know try and size you up too hard then you knew some an altercation was coming from it right because right. coming from where we was at we we definitely was not gonna be no punks right you feel me like right. i was not gonna work that hard and let someone take it from me you feel me to right. this day to this day, ain't nobody gonna take my shit from me. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Okay. If they do, it's gonna be behind your back, like a lot of these cowards do. You feel me? Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, and in the midst of all of this, you were still tattooing. You were still doing all of this. Tattooing is from uh, a kid, man. Right. Like, right. Okay. You know the DNA, and then and then uh, uh, and then and then as I wrote, as I wrote from being injured. As I wrote, then I got blasted. As I wrote, then went to print. Like, as I wrote and wrote, wrote and compiled these things, uh, uh, tattooing became like uh, old in my mind. I didn't okay. have no interest for it. Yeah. You feel me? Okay. I, instead of thinking like to merge the two things, like I was still getting blasted though. You feel me? Like, I was still getting blasted though. Like, I, I wasn't like, oh no. But I just wasn't as involved, you feel me? Because I was still collecting, even when, you know, now everyone's blasted. We're way more colorful, you know? But even <laughs> then, you know, like my whole shirt was done already, you know? Right, right. At okay. those times. So tattoos always been there just the last seven years we've been going hard with it. Okay. Tapping into the roots again. Dope. That's it. Now, uh, uh, you released an album live in Japan. 2007 um you want to share a little bit of light on that one shit i mean japan was a big inspiration super big you know uh -huh. super big i've seen things out there and did things out there that you know left an impression on me and hung out with some good people so uh doing 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 different things for sure you know made me go harder uh you know with the music with the visuals with whatever it took to yeah you know, and consistency wasn't always there. You know, we'd go hard, I'd go hard, but then there was times that I couldn't go hard. Personally, there was shit going on at home. Personally, there was shit going on, you know, with family, with friends, and it was just so difficult, bro. You know, it, it was like, it was like no matter how hard you had these elements that were just pulling you back and pulling you back. You feel me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you did that uh, live in Japan, and then in 2008, uh, you dropped a mixtape, um, and Straps We Trust. 
Yeah. Uh, you dropped that mixtape. Yeah. Then uh, um, I have one here. Uh, Everybody Killer, the album, 2009. 2009. Yeah. Okay. Another one of my favorites a classic right okay. there okay okay now why if you can share why was that one of one of your favorites musically it was like it was different you feel uh -huh. me like i don't know it was just like uh i had to keep up with my boy stomper like stomper brought a whole different element to that you feel me like his whole like his whole swag was okay something else you feel me like at the time, we just initially he met a homie, but we really ended up hitting it off hard. Like he'd come. I'm gonna be honest. When he would come, I'd be like, "The fuck does this Walter want?" You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that type of shit. Okay. And it's fucked up. I think about it. I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. Okay. You know? Because yeah. that's my bro. Like, that's my brother. He's a, right. he a good motherfucker, a good-ass homie, and we've had some good-ass laughs and had some good times. And like I said, that project is, is part of those good laughs and good times. It's a super good project. The music just, we just, it just all fell into place. When it's right, it's right, you know? Okay. And that's just the project that was right. And, and everyone... You know that talks about that one. You know they always like, where's the part two? Where's the okay? You okay. know what I'm saying? Uh, another one that I have here is the Superior mixtape, and then the Superior yeah. album. Yeah, yeah. Um, was that too different, or was that the same? It was different. Okay. Yeah, it was different. It was different, but it still highlighted some of those songs from from that Superior album that I was like pushing, pushing, and. Uh -huh. I just couldn't get it out there. I think. I think. Like I said, always there was always something, you know. Uh -huh. Like, you okay. know. And then you have. Uh, um, I'm not sure. It's the. Tirando rifando. Tirando rifando. Yeah, that was another classic one. That one classic, cause that one like. Like that one helped me get a lot of like a lot of gigs too. Like okay. The Spanish thing was just too easy for me. I told you, mom's was not, she wasn't letting us speak no Spanish in the house, you know? Uh -huh. Excuse me, no English in the house. It was all Spanish. So doing that project was like, that That CD was like the fastest project I ever did, ever. Okay. Like in two weeks, I think I've I did the whole thing. Oh, and shit. one of the projects, one of the songs that was on that project ended up getting on like a, a little radio, d did a few interviews and things. Uh, I closed a lot of shows and shit with one of the songs that's on there that people always ask me for, En el Barrio. En el Barrio. En el Barrio. And okay. that's a classic for me. And that Spanish project really kicked it off for me. So I didn't know I wasn't too, like, motivated. And one of the homies was like, come on, you got to do it, you know. Right. He was cracking away. Hey, come on, my partner, you know what I'm saying? You, you got to do it. You got to, you know. You know? Right. And I go, you're right. Let's. Let's let's make it happen. And it was just too easy. It was too easy. Tirano Rifano was too easy to do. Okay. And then 2018, Loco OG. Loco OG, yeah. Loco OG. Yeah. yeah. So um now we covered up your whole what did it say? Bletara of albums. Few, yeah. Okay. A few. I've done some other Okay, projects. compilations. I know there's yeah, other compilations. Yeah. Quinto I, I Sol, I did an album for Quinto Sol. Okay. Good homies right there. Flew me out to Chicago, broke me out with a bag. I oh. remember they just flew me out for the night just to break me off with the bag. And 
and that's it. And signed some shit and came home. Dope. Gave them some music and they like them homies are about their business. Much love and respect to Quinto Sol Dope. to the homies. You know, me. a lot of people tell me you need to get Quinto Sol on here. Well, I don't have a budget to be flying them out here. Man, you know what I'm saying? Whenever they're that's in town, right. soon. Yeah, I'll hit them soon, up. Soon though. Ho hopefully, soon we gonna have these budget because a lot of these sponsors. Uh, 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 they're gonna be calling and cutting the check. Hopefully, you know what I'm man. saying Rodeon, uh, Rodeon Radio. Uh, radio, feel me? <laughs> Hell yeah! Come on now, breaking ground here. You, you know now, back to your tattoos because I know that shit is really popular right now. Man, uh, God bless. Yes, God did, bless. Speaking of tattoos, did you get to watch the LA Originals? I haven't. Okay, sorry, haven't had the chance. It's very, Been very interesting and entertaining. Okay, whenever you have the opportunity, Hell yeah. check it out. I, I think I think okay. you'll enjoy it. All right. You know, All right. I like to recommend shit that people enjoy. Uh, last week, I recommended uh, the Como se llama, the documentary of Sam Cooke on Netflix. Okay. Uh, very, very good. I'm gonna check that one. Uh, out. Um, uh, I'll give it to you in a nutshell. He started singing in church, and uh, his father had told him, either you're gonna sing for the Lord or you're gonna sing for the world. And he had chose to sing for the world because he wanted to hit records. He wanted to be rich. And his father quoted him a scripture and he said, uh, for what is a profit of man to gain the whole world and lose his own soul? That's what he that's said. That's what he said. He said yeah. So he said, that's what Real my father spit. told me. Then this guy comes out here, has hit records and ends up getting murdered in a hotel out here in L.A. See? Yeah. It's, it, it was the only disappointment about the documentary is that I wish it would have been longer. There you go. But, uh, Man, I'm, that one I got to check yeah, out. Sam sure. Cooke. Okay. Uh, and I watch a gang of shit. And you know what? I probably watched it already. Probably I'll be so high as fuck. <laughs> Said USB carna. My girl, I tell her, hey, let's watch this one. She's like, we saw that already. What you talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, you probably be like, Sebora USB. Yeah, Sebora, see, see. Yeah, sounds okay. good. Yeah. That'll work. Yes, um, sir. One last thing. You know which one? I I forgot. Cueros de Rana. Yeah. I, I forgot yeah, to mention that one. That's that was the one. Yeah, that's the key. That's 2010. Soul project. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah I, good I had times. On here. You, you know what's funny? I tell people that I go live and the motherfuckers are still calling me. But anyway. they're like, let's call the homie, see if he's really live. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe he'll answer the phone while we're live and he'll feel me live. You know what? Are you still selling those dolls? No, that was a gift, actually. The doll, the famous uh, a Baby Loco doll, yeah. that's, that's a, uh, that was a gift okay. from my wife. My wife actually came up with the idea to do the doll coincidentally she did it so well the motherfucker looks i mean like identical you feel me yeah. i've had i've had offers for the um for the doll but i can't give it away it's a gift you know i can't okay. sell it it's okay a gift. Yeah. I, I thought for some reason you were making them <laughs> and you were selling because i was gonna say bring me Man, one I feel for real that'd you know? be an awesome idea now i've looked into it like to you know do it you know but but it had to probably like limit it because she just my girl she's just so talented and takes her time with what she does and it you know i gotta look into it for sure but okay. that doll was yeah it was a custom uh gave the custom doll from my from my beautiful wife and that'll work yeah that'll work is she, she watching she, right now a, i don't know she, i don't know okay i well, can't say she might be she could be okay. for sure if she is what's up okay what's up well, he loves i have to mention this because my boy night out send me his doll so i put his doll right here and if you ever get your doll i'll put it right here también. beautiful 
We're going to have you know? to add it right there. Yeah, most definitely. Let's do that. Let's do it. So we're going to go ahead and take a 10-minute break so you can go outside and get medicated. Do what you got to do, homie. I rolled it up, but okay. I didn't smoke it. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so I'm going to have gonna some micheladas in case you want one and a shot. Okay, let's do that. And then we'll talk some more bullshit. Is that cool? Yeah, man. That'll work. Hell man. yeah. I That'll feel work. like I'm at home. Don't trip. Let's go. <laughs> okay, everybody. Once again, uh, we're in the motherfucking building. I'm about to start drinking. So if I get goofy, please forgive me. Uh, if I get stupid, you know what? Don't bring it up tomorrow because I have no time for that. Okay? Ain't nobody got time for that. So once again, buy me out. Uh, I only got a few left. Rodeo Mixtape Documentary, 20% off. Um, TRMD20. TRMD20 is the code. And if you want to bless us and uh, contribute to the donation, the link's in my bio for the GoFundMe for the Chicano Rap documentary, which hopefully it'll be out by this time next year. Believe me, you will not be disappointed. You will not be disappointed. So call somebody, text somebody, slap the shit out of somebody, let them know. Spanky Logos in the motherfucking building. We'll be back in 10 minutes. Don't go nowhere. Welcome back, everybody, to Tony A, the Lizard. Rhodium Radio, okay? Um, other than that, you know what? I want to give everybody a shout out who has stayed tuned in. Um, you guys love fucking cheese, man. I know you guys do. Don't try to lie to me, all right? Pinches arwenderos, chismosos, hijos de la chingada. What he said. And, um, Soren Baker, let me give a shout out to Soren Baker because a lot of you guys, for some reason, love Soren Baker and I always give him a shout out. So much love, much respect to Soren Baker. Uh, other than that, Spanky Locals in the motherfucking building. How you doing, brother? Good, thank you. I know we just served. I got to give my boy Blasto a shot, a shout out. Blasto, we're sipping on mini micheladas. Me and Spanky Local right here. We got Hell some yeah. Patron, silver. I'm going to sip on mine. He's enjoying his. I'm enjoying mine. Let's get back to the conversation. Uh, other than that, now, due to this coronavirus thing that's been going on, um, are you one of those guys that wears a mask? Um, you have to wear a mask. You can't. I went to go get some blunts. Uh-huh. The motherfuckers didn't want to let me in. For reals? Yeah. They're like. La no. mascara. Yeah. So, yeah. Gotta wear your mask. Fuck. You know Got what? To. Next time, wear una mascara de luchador. Yes. You That's the business. In. You gotta that walk in with a business. suit. I got a monkey one. It's like a Ben Davis thing. I, I It's my <laughs> suit for every year. Is the same shit. That is the monkey every mm-hmm. year for... Yeah, for the last few years, I've been the okay. Ben Davis monkey, so I could probably, I okay. could probably do that. Although I've heard they're doing the KKK mask and shit now. I saw you that. You wear shit. that, Some which is a fashion band. statement, you know. Yeah, I yanked that shit right off a motherfucker. Oh, putting a cheese cheese strainer on his head. What's wrong with that fool? Yeah, that motherfucker straight KKK. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Wow. Chile. I, I one time I put on some dirty ass panties and I just tied fuck a knot yeah. right there. You know what I'm saying? Smoke fishy. Pussy, with the pussy chips on the outside. Of course, you got to. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So now, um, <laughs> anyways. Uh, you know about pussy chips, right? Yeah. You heard that? Yeah. Yeah, I was blown away. I, t- I tell the you, you, homies about the pussy chips, you know? Okay, you want to fill us in so in case the people that don't know? Well, that's like, I heard it's a biker thing. Like, uh-huh. I heard like, like you ain't a true biker like if you don't hit the road and when you separate it from your girls if you don't take her pussy chips with you and then eat them while you on the road and shit you know what i'm saying like when they menstruate on the on the underwear then you break off the pussy chips while you out there 
Roman Highway, whatever the fuck, Route 60, whatever the fuck, I don't know. I'm not a biker, I don't know. That's equivalent yeah. to man dick juice. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you can scrape it off and eat that shit later. Like, you know, like yeah, fuck it. Here's here. the baggie. Yeah, enjoy, you know what I'm saying? We won, yeah. That's like Red Wings, you heard yeah. of that? Yeah, there you go. Red there you go, man. To each their own, but I tell you, you know, to each their own, you know, they all. Yeah. yeah. No, but Red so, Wings on the Mexican Girls Michelada. Oh, okay. So, just put yeah. a little lemon in there. There you go. So, yeah. Damn, what the, what the fuck just happened right now? Anyway. I don't know. Pussy chips, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, pussy chips. But yeah. I'm enjoying this. Good. I'm enjoying this. Good. Um, the So now, if this whole corona shit would not be happening right now, what would Spanky Local be doing? Would you be touring? Would you be doing shows? Would you be doing more tattooing? Traveling, yeah. Traveling, okay. That's the get down. That's the, that's okay. where it's at. I move around a lot. Like, I've been moving around, though. Okay. So, adventure now, at heart, I just go and get it. I'll get the bag anywhere. I'll okay. go anywhere and get it. Belize. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Japan. Feel me? Okay. New Jersey. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Met the little homie out there in Jersey. Shit. We yeah. everywhere. I'm going to try to get the name because I know I took the, a picture of the restaurant that I went out. It's a hole in the wall. Jackson, New Jersey. And nice. the best pozole I've ever had was in New Jersey. <sighs> You I, I'm dead serious. All puro mexicanos yeah. right there. You know what it is? It's like uh, it's our indigenous people, and this shit ain't watered down. It's like straight from Mexico. You mm -hmm. feel me? Like you're gonna find a lot of real authentic dishes in the East. You feel me? A lot of authentic Colombian, mm -hmm. uh, authentic Mexican, authentic. You know, uh, there's a few flavors. So okay, Puerto Rican. You know. You're okay. gonna find some good flavors out there. So, all right. Tears my hat to all the homies out there. Yeah. All the solid ones out there in the east. Every time I touch down, it's number love everywhere. So blessings. Well, yeah. If we have sure. a guy. Uh, I think he's on Instagram or on Rodian Radio. Uh, Johnny, was it Oslo Nation? Yeah. Oslo Nation, New Jersey. Much oh love, yeah, much my youngster. Yeah, that's yeah. my youngster. Yeah, yeah he, him. Good he, little homie. He buys all my shit, supports Solid. my shit. He's always, you know, so yep. much love and much respect That's to the him. Yeah, shout outs to my boy. Now, you just dropped a single, if I'm yeah. correct. Heavy? Or what was it? Yeah, that, that was a couple weeks ago. But okay. coincidentally, yesterday, we dropped another one. It's Corona season. So, you know, we out here dropping shit, you know, for everyone that's at home, relaxing. You know, we're doing the stressing, whatever you're doing during this. These times, me, I'm not stressing, not one fucking bit. No, no me not neither. one bit. Fuck all that. No. You and there's people losing their fucking mind right now. No, you're absolutely right. You know, um, but we'll come back to your single right now. See, about five years ago, since we're talking about this corona thing, and I hope YouTube doesn't shut me down because I heard that they're shutting down people that don't believe in what's going on. You know, I've even oh, heard. Bad. You know what? I On Facebook, I posted up like some things about kind of debunking the virus right, right, right. and they shut it down they logged me out and they sent me an email Dang. pretty much telling me that if i continue to spread false news Ooh. they were going to disable my facebook page because youtube only provides real news right of course you gotta yeah <laughs> so yeah you know what i'm saying like so about five years ago i saw a statistic <laughs> that said just in la alone I, I want people to really think about this just in LA alone, there's about sixty to seventy thousand homeless people. Okay, you would have thought that there would have been a, an enormous outbreak, right? Yeah, amongst the homeless. 
but the news doesn't cover that. But yet and still, all the celebrities get it. Hmm. That interesting. Like Arsenio used to say, things to make you say, hmm. hmm. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, so. don't tell, I don't try not to get too political. I got my opinions about shit. Right. I just, I don't know. Like I said, up here, there's a lot going on. So it's like, fuck. You know, if I tell you what's re what I really think, you're like, right. you know, but, you know, one thing that is for real is you got to wash your fucking hands. You got to be clean. I travel a lot and I've gotten really fucking sick. I've gotten real sick. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't be surprised I caught that shit already when we got sick in the beginning of the year, whatever the fuck. You feel right, me? Right, right. So one thing I know is from traveling, from, you know, having a tattoo shop, owning your own shop, from taking, you know, bloodborne pathogen, uh, you know, tests and going through this stuff. Uh, you, you know, you got, you come to realize that you got to be very careful. You feel me? Mm -hmm. You can't put your hands on everything. You can't you know disregard the next man i feel like that's really the the lesson here that we gotta be mindful of where we sneeze right what we touch where we let our kids right you know touch and contaminate or sending our kids to school with another kid you know right right the normal common sense shit you feel me the world's changed forever though. yeah this yeah. this is the beginning of a new day a new type of world yeah. what it what it got for us, who knows, you know? But yeah. for sure, shit ain't the same, you feel me? Right. Ain't nothing gonna be the same. Right. You know? Right. For even from the mask shit, like right. people are like, you gonna drop the new local mask? And you know, I could design them. I got a bunch of arte there and I go, I don't know if I feel comfortable doing that. Of course now it's like gonna be the new normal. It's a necessity, but right. the town was like, I don't know if I wanna capitalize right. on that. My respects to the homies that do that. Yeah, you know, we got to feed our kids. Whatever you got to do, do what you got to right. do. But me, maybe if I got other options, I, w I didn't see the importance of having to tap into that. You right. feel me? But always stay clean. Be mindful. Be careful. That I have learned because I've been right. sick as a dog. I mean, you call the airline, you be like, uh, I'm sick. I shouldn't be taking this. Like, can I rebook it? Like, nah. Yeah. So if I take it, you okay? Well, do what you got to do. Shit. Yeah. You know, like they don't really care. So... Yeah, you gotta be careful. That's it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, plus, I practice good hygiene anyway, so this thing didn't really change anything for me. I've always washed my, my damn hands and always yeah. taken at least two showers a damn day. So fuck it. You know, I've always been like that. But there's a lot of people out there don't nunca se bañan los cabrones. Sí, it's so. all right. Los domingos, <laughs> no no That's yeah. it. You know, or just throw an extra extra cologne real quick. You know, but uh, now your second single dropped yesterday. Yeah, God bless. Cinco de Mayo. Si, okay. God bless. Okay. Produced by Little's HP. Okay. Little's HP out of uh, out of Union City, New Jersey. Another solid homie of mine. Okay. Solid. When I go out there to the East Coast, my boy rolls out the carpet. It's number love with my mm. with my East Siders. So I've done a lot of beautiful music with this homie. With this homie in particular, this producer, he's done some stuff for uh a few a good handful of people good handful of people uh and he's super talented so besides all that the things that he's got under his belt and stuff like just the vibe and the chemistry from us working is just it's crazy like he just has that magic and then i get in there yes. and 
we do our thing. So the last couple singles are by my boy Lil's HP. And when I'm not producing with Lil's uh, HP, do working on things with him, I'm working with my boy Niles Davis. You feel me? Out in out of Germany, I've been working with him for since the Superior album since. No shit, doing West back. Coast shit from Germany. Yeah, shit. We communicated and I get the beats and I go, fuck it, let me pull up on you with a blunt. Where you at in South Central? Where you at? I'm in South Germany, fool. Like, I'm not even close to you, you feel me? And I'm like, whoa, like, the shit slaps. You had to be. And yeah, I went to go see him a couple of times in Germany and you pull up into my boy's joint, like, he got 40, 40 ounce bottles, like Lokes. He got like, like pictures of the museum. homies. <laughs> yeah, it's like pictures of some rags and shit. Like, it's like the homies, like he the one of the homies. He one of us, you feel me? Yeah, yeah. So much love to my boy Niles Davis, my boy Lil's HP, um, my boy Misfit, another solid homie, another mm -hmm. good you know another good producer that i've worked with that i've done magic with yeah as a matter of fact you guys dropped a song i think it was last year together or something like that yeah um, you guys did a song at, at his studio i think you guys recorded the video yeah that. awesome yeah. magic yeah that shit was like i don't know like 30 40 minutes to a couple hours like magic yeah. you feel me when yeah. we when now when we dropped i was like i was like damn what i gotta do to get that song for <laughs> naomi like because i knew right away that was right. one of the ones you know okay Okay. Yeah, so Miss very talented, uh, very talented homie. My tips, my hat to, to the homie, yeah. Here's a question that I asked all Chicanos, okay, that I asked all Raza when they come on here. Do you consider yourself a Chicano rapper? Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, now, yeah. let me follow it up with this question. What is Chicano rap? So, I mean, for me, for me, I know it's like a broad thing, you feel me? Like, for me... There's people that they gonna be like, no, nah, uh, I'm just a rapper. You feel mm -hmm. me? I ain't gonna lie to you. My people, they embrace me. You feel me? Swap meets, I fuck with them. It's been my pipeline. Like it's been my, like that's where my consumers pick up all my dope from. So who am I to say, no, 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 I'm not. That's what my people labeled me. I didn't. I didn't come up with that term, but if that's the term and label that my people is using to label what I do, I'm a West Coast rapper. I'm a West Coast artist, you know? I've evolved to an artist. I do different mediums, auditory to visual arts. You feel me? Yeah. But I consider myself a, 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 a West Coast rapper, like a lot of the icons out here on my thing you know and re record the tapes and all of that you feel me yeah same thing but the labels that are put there i'm not ashamed of, i'm not ashamed not one bit of them if i'm a chicano rapper <clears throat> and that's what my demographic says that's what i am and i'm proud of that you feel me okay i'm proud of, of that of that title because i've fed my kids through that and yeah. through my persistence and through my hard work and pushing and and you know and moving you know that's been my my main pipeline that's been you know my main you know audience and to, okay. to, to deny that is i feel a little you know a little fucked up you feel okay. me that's me though yeah that's me that's me so you dropped your album in first album in 2005 actually you dropped three, three albums uh back to back in 2005 before that were there any chicano rappers that you used to listen to and if you did who were they not many, no. I never was keen to it. 
I actually would not really. I was listening like Brother Lynch, you know. I was listening to, you know, uh, Snope. I was listening to the, you know, <clears throat> the, the normal West Side shit, banging on wax. Okay. You feel me? Banging on wax. Uh, I'm gonna serve myself another shot. Come so. on, now we in the mood, shit. So see, look at this. I got my. Out. I know I had mine there. We've been just, just in this heated conversation. This conversation has been so. Just sip on so it, cool, shit! I'm about to just do, throw the thing back <laughs> right now. I forgot we had it there. So, uh, you know, okay. Yeah. Now, um, let me ask you this question, and I think it's very important for our people to hear what I'm about to say right now. Why do you believe, if especially here in California, let's narrow it down to LA, and and I'm still waiting for somebody to tell me that I'm wrong, but Chicanos are hip-hop's economy okay here in la yeah we buy yeah. all the concert tickets we pretty much buy all the music etc okay i told you about that quick concert right right multiple Qu quick's manager has been here and has admitted what i just said salud so rodney o has been here and has admitted to what i said okay uh um like they're confirming now why do you think that Big record labels never offered Chicanos major record deals. We've always been on the outskirts looking from the outside in into hip hop and uh, sold our stuff at inside indoor swamp meets, at the swamp meets, at car shows. So why do you think if you have, if I had to twist your arm for an answer, why major labels never looked at us and said, I think there's money there, let's sign one of these dudes. Because we liabilities. I think off the top of my head, that's the first thing I'll think. Like if I'm looking at an, at an investment and I'm looking at you and I'm like, hmm, this motherfucker gonna make me some money or is he gonna fuck his off? You feel me? Yeah. That's that's really what it boils down to. Are you in a, in a liability? Yeah. Or are you worth investing in? Yeah. If you a smart individual of sound mind, that could lead a situation and, and organize a, a situation where you have a team and you have people that work with you, work with you. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. Then, of course, someone sees and says, fuck, this guy's going places. I'm putting my money with this yeah. guy. You feel me? Or if all the right, you know, yeah. ingredients are there for that. Right. You feel me? But I feel like maybe, I don't know, maybe... The man feels like we're not capable of handling those responsibilities. Like, right. I don't know. Right. And, you know, you got to remember there's opportunists everywhere. Like, no one's going to tell you how to do it. You got to go out there and figure that shit out. Yeah. You feel me? Yes. Because if they'll take you from you, they will. I just told you that plenty of times. They could take you from you. They'll take the shit from you. You feel me? Yeah. People feel some type of way you feel me they feel some type of way instead of us lifting is just you know okay what, what, what do you think is the future of chicano rap is it going somewhere is it stagnant is it over i feel like uh i feel like when i tap in and i see a lot of artists that are brown that's the chicano rap game that's it mm -hmm. you feel me it doesn't matter what they're doing they're chicanos right you know right oh he's sagging his pants he's from texas he got cornrows he says nigga he's a chicano 
That's Chicano. He's a Chicano. Don't matter his demographic. I just told you, don't matter. Right. My demographic, I'm a Chicano. You feel me? Yeah. You know, and that's, I feel like that's, that's what I see. If I see a, a young Latino artist, and especially if he throws some Spanish verbals in there, yeah. especially if he rocks a flag or if he recognizes his culture and his people slightly, yeah. man, a blessing. Because you ain't got to do that. You feel me? Right. Some artists are like, man, is that going to hinder me? You know, or is that going to help me? Is right. my Puerto Ricans going to hate me? Because they're going to find out I ain't that brown. I'm this type of brown, you feel me? Right. Like, it's a bold move, you feel me? To to put yourself out there. And if people embrace you, then it's a blessing. But I see a lot of kids winning on an international level. Yeah. Mexico, you feel me? Yeah. You got the big ones in Mexico, yeah. you know? So, yeah, Chicanos everywhere. The Raza rap, Raza rap. It's, it's 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 everywhere and I think it got good potential to keep moving and yeah and and no labels is is firme yeah you know but if we got labels and that's what we do then that's what it is you feel me you know uh I want allow me to vent on something that I want to touch on and the reason why I want to invest in a uh Chicano rap documentary. It's just not going to be about the rap part, but also about the culture, okay? Because I truly believe that one of the reasons or what inspired Chicano rap, one of the things was police brutality. Okay. Hmm. okay. Police brutality. I mean, think okay. about that, you know. Okay. We, we've been fucked with just yeah. as much any other nationality out there, okay? Yeah. You know? Um. We could be four in a car, pull us over, and in their eyes, you know, well, we're Mexican, but in their eyes, four, four wetbacks, you know? That's just what it is, and we've been going through this since day one, so I kind of want to touch a little bit on that, touch on our beautiful culture. We still go through it. Yeah, still, still. We still go it's through it. It's never changed. We okay? still go through it. You know? You know? Um, I mean, I, I remember getting pulled over, and again, I don't have any tattoos, but getting pulled over, give me a name, what do they call you in the street? They don't call me anything. They gotta call you something, lift up your shirt. You gotta have some fucking yeah. tattoos. You know, your bro. first in police encounters, you was treated like a criminal. Oh, That yeah. was my first police when I was a kid. I could, yeah. I was like, damn. He thought it was, a, and, then, and then I started thinking, damn, that's kinda cool. That's not cool. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Yeah. That's not cool. <clears throat> I mean, it's not. I mean, think about this. You got NWA. What do you think inspired Fuck the Police? You know? Yeah. We go through the same shit. So I do believe that Chicano rap, to a certain extent, was inspired by police Voice, brutality. Yeah, you know? voicing your opinion, for yeah. sure. Voicing your opinion. For sure. Exercising our constitutional right, freedom of speech, to be able to say whatever we want. Right on. Okay? Uh, I also want to shine light on our beautiful culture as well. Okay? Um, there's so much talent within our people. Okay, that it's going to be impossible to capture it all on one. So uh, we've already talked about possibly making uh, like a series because Super dope. you know I, I would like to interview every everyone. I want to. too I, much content, homie. Yes, you you know go back to Dago. You feel me? Go yeah. back to you know the the you know the yeah. epicenter of some of these yeah. places where this shit just really popped off, and a lot of talent was just it just happened to be the machine was just working properly yeah. in these areas and a lot of these voices was being around me i remember being in prison and you know hearing you know homies talk about shadow this uh mm -hmm. a nasty boy click that that you know like even in the prison i was like damn that's crazy like this shit's circulating yeah you know
the shit is circulating so so you know what i want to continue to encourage everyone to donate because i'll be honest if somebody asked me well did you do a gofundme page when you did uh your first documentary no actually this shit all came out of my pocket that's right it all pretty much came out of my fucking pocket. That's right. So now I'm asking people if they want to donate, donate. You could donate a dollar, you could donate five dollars. I had one person, I want to say much love, much respect to this person, donated one thousand dollars. Shit. Okay. Let's and go. And it's only been a week. Let's go. The campaign is yes. moving. And I got my boy John motherfucking Elkins doing all the filming. My boy Daniel uh DG Media Clips is gonna okay. be doing the filming and we got a whole fucking team, but we need a budget. You know, exactly. we need cameras, we need lenses, you know, we need fucking uh, uh, stabilizers, we need lighting, yes. that type of yes. shit. Because I'm not going to give you some camcorder type of bullshit. Exactly. You know, what, what, I know you're going to be in the trenches too. Yes. Getting the, getting the real shit. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I want to capture you tattooing. Blessings. Thank you. Know? You, you know what yeah. I want to capture you doing? Some girls, Nalagas. I want you okay. to. Hell yeah. You know? And I'll be like, hell yeah. I got you. you know? Let's go. You send the client. I I got you. Hell yeah, Don't hell trip. yeah. So, other than that, um, okay, we got about five minutes, and it's one thing I need to ask you. Uh, out of respect for him, not of respect for you. I got love for you, brother, and I got love for my boy Night Owl. Okay. We all know what happened. There's no need for us to drag it on. What's in the past is in the past. And if we're ever going to unite and become one and move forward, we have to, if you will, close some doors, leave it in the past and move forward. Okay. If we're ever going to, if you will, uh, um, what is that word I'm looking for? You know, I'll say when, you know, I want to ask you a question and it is up to you how you want to answer it. I would like to somehow set up a meeting between you and Night Owl and have you guys chop it up, talk like men and uh, see where we can go from here. Would you be interested in having a conversation with him? Who's that? Who is that? I don't even know what we talking about here, but I'll wipe my ass with that doll right there that you got right there. If you want to let me get that doll real quick. Right before we went off, you know, I wiped my ass with that dog one time. Other than that, I don't even know what you, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay, well, you know what? That's your answer, and we'll leave it at that. Straight up. Okay. Yeah. Blessings, my boy. Okay. Yes, sir. My thing was this, that I was trying to bring peace to a situation. That's all I was trying to do. See. So, And uh, look, I respect him. I got love for him, and I respect you. But yeah. it was important for me to ask that. She's, I don't even know who that is. So, all right, some cool. old, I don't even know. It's, okay, we'll leave it even, there. Okay. You know, so life I'm, is beautiful. You feel me? Like, we went in hella hard. Like, there's, you know, like, I don't know. Life is beautiful. You feel me? Like, okay. all that shit is for the birds. You know what I mean? Like, I'll wipe my ass with that dog. You feel me? Okay. Straight up. I'll shit on that dog. Like, I don't give a fuck about none of that. You feel me? Like, mm -hmm. I told you, someone tried to take my shit. Right. You know? Same thing with you. Ain't nobody taking your shit from me. You from, right. you from, you from the harbor. I know that. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. I know ain't nobody taking my boy shit. Right. Just ain't nobody taking my shit. Straight up. You that feel right. me? And I don't acknowledge no suckers. 
I don't fuck with no suckers. I don't waste. I don't get free promotion to no weenies. You feel me? Like, right. Fuck no. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I'm winning. I stay winning. <clears throat> you know what I mean? I stay winning. God is way too great to me. Wait, way, way too great. Cause I don't. You know. Okay. That'll Cause work. I recognize my blessings and I move forward from. You from shit that you feel me? Yeah. So yeah, I wish I could speak on it, but. All good. It's all. So what can we expect from Spanky Loco now as far as the music is concerned? You dropped your single yesterday? Yesterday we dropped a single. We've been bumping heavy. Another single that I dropped, which is super dope. Uh, it's encouraging to see Spotify and see like how the song is percolating and go on your artist profile and see how, you know, who's listening where and right. shout out New York and shout out Thailand and shout out connecticut and shout out virginia for shout out all you know worldwide all the pieces all the people that tap in and show love major love and major respect you feel me and i got number love and respect right back reason why i work so hard okay reason why i think you can sit there and be like man fuck it let's you know let's do some music you know let's let's create a painting let's let's you know let's paint a wall let's tattoo this let's right i stay getting it you feel me and okay. i appreciate everyone that fucks with me i appreciate all the love that I get and 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 I appreciate being here. It was a blessing being here. You feel me? So um, shit, creating. That's it. Creating. I got new music in the works. I got a bunch of projects in the works. Uh, I got a few uh, collaborations that I'm doing. Uh, my shop. We've uh, we've you know added a bunch of new things to to our shop. So life is beautiful. Too many too many blessings. You feel me? Okay. Too many. That'll work. And uh, you can you gonna be releasing an EP or an album or just songs? You know. Right now, I'm working with my boy Epidemic MCs, mixing and mastering all my shit. And um, as I've been getting them, it's just like I get so antsy. I wanna I wanna put them out there. So it's been a couple singles, and I am working on putting together a little album. So yeah, that's the next move. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Epidemic, uh, much love, much respect to you. I know he's been here before. That's my boy. MC. Epidemic MC. No, no, my I have dog. his card that he gave me still. Solid. So that's the homie. So right there. at this time, uh, we're coming to a close. Any other shout outs you want to give? Any other things you want to promote? Uh your tattooing, uh, another album, or what well, you already shared that. Uh, yeah. any uh, merch, anything? Shit, you just go to spankylocal.com, check out the website, check out the merchandise through there. I got artwork on there. Uh, you can send us a message through there. Check out the 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 shop page through there. The shop is in Islos. Anybody that wants to come see me, wants to come collect some artwork, wants to come fuck with me, wants to come say hi, smoke a blunt, hit me up. Send me a message, and more than likely we could bump heads at the uh, at the at the at the shop. Fifty six fifteen East Beverly Boulevard in East LA nine zero zero two two and that's that's my shop that's my tattoo shop that's the hub right there in the mecca of the black and gray tattoo right there in Islo. so i appreciate the neighborhood neighborhood's been good to me the people been good to me my city been good to me my state's been good to me you feel me two years there and nothing but blessings and love nothing but encouragement love blessings like it should be you feel me a straight storefront okay i got a storefront right there Right there in Novato, so that'll work. That'll work. <clears throat> that'll work. So uh other than that, um 
Thank you for coming through. You know what? You kept your word and you kept your interview with me, man. Yeah. I think the last time I talked to you, you were at an airport somewhere. Yeah, and I was. My bad. I did. I did want to probably just been so hectic. I know I've been like back and forth with, and I was super excited to coming on. So I know when we talked, it was like uh, I had gotten a new phone. So I was hoping that you hit me. I was like, <laughs> fuck, fuck. I hope the homie hit me up because then. He, he gonna know I'm an asshole, you feel me? He gonna be like, damn this fool. But I'm really glad it happened. I was super excited to come in here and uh, spending some time and, you know, pouring up with a legend, you feel me? So thank you for the invite. It's a blessings. And you told me you had a lot of people tapping in tonight. Yeah. Uh, of yeah. unusual high amount of people tapping in. And I want to yeah. say thank you to every one of y'all that tapped in, whether you a hater whether you are a, a homie, whether you admire the music or the art or whatever the case might be, should keep tapping in. Keep right. tapping into these avenues and keep, you know, supporting these underground artists, you know, uh, not just music, you know, um, tattooers, painters, uh, car painters, uh, car modifiers, hydraulic guys, DJs, uh, 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 street vendors, um, food caterers you feel me uh barbers uh stylists right uh tattoo artists you feel me rappers mm -hmm. you feel me if i didn't give y'all a shout out uh i'm still thinking about y'all and i love y'all and on the next interview shit i got y'all but thank you <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me i appreciate all good. it all good and, and you know what one thing a lot of people may not know you came by yourself is there any other way to, to exactly or, i don't know well, and that's the way i roll so I you came know. by yourself so that's a good thing you know what i'm saying so, yeah i'm always well accompanied yes i'm always well accompanied but i'm always by myself that's for sure yeah that's, yeah. that's one thing that a lot of people may not know but you know what i thank you for keeping your word come on thank and you i appreciate so. it it's a blessing thank you all good can i upload this shit on my channel too um, I don't know. Can, I, I, I think you don't you, have to let me know. Like, what I think you, I, I can send you the link. Yeah, fuck it. We'll share it. That'll yeah. work. Okay. I'm, I know they're trying to see it too. Shit. Let's go. Okay, everybody. Uh, once again, let me go ahead and give a shout out to my boy, John motherfucking Elkins, uh, for making all this possible. I want to encourage you to go to the Chicano Rap documentary uh, GoFundMe page and give whatever you want, a dollar, five dollars, two dollars, or whatever. And uh, it'll all help. And I still want to film you. Still want to film yeah. you, okay? Um, other than that, shop. yeah. Other than that, uh, Daniel DG Media Class for filming it. And uh, my boy Alex for showing up. My boy Alex is a good dude. You ever need a car fixed? That's the guy right there. Let's go. So, uh, other than that, I just want to thank me. Honestly, I just want to thank me. And I'm enjoying my Patron. Let's I'm go. enjoying my, uh, my, Michi, uh, my mini Michelada. And... Um, we're gonna have a couple of more shots. Yeah, keep watching. Because yes. I got nothing but good vibes from the show. Most and I'll definitely. tell y'all if it was some bullshit. This shit was not no bullshit. This shit was Dope. genuine and cool as fuck. So I love y'all. Thank you. Most definitely. So once again, everybody, tune in. What's today? Wednesday? Yeah, today's Wednesday, huh? I think so. Yeah. Tune in Sunday. We got a dope, dope group coming in. Two dudes. Okay. That's all I'm gonna say. Tomorrow I'll drop the flyer, you'll see who it is. So stay up, stay blessed, and um, we'll see you Sunday.